Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, I'm all right, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. It's, where are we at? November 1982. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Pour a little beer? <laughs> Just poured it. Clear head on that. Good head. Good like, head. Like kid and play. Um, right. How do we start the podcast? You say you're all right. I'll say, yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. You say, yeah, I'm all right. And then... You do a little shout-out for yep. Urban Inc. Oh, right, and you say something offensive. Yeah. Okay. So, official sponsors of uh, of the Acceptable in the 80s podcast is Urban Inc. If you want a tattoo, or ink, as the kids call it, um, head over to uh, Urban Inc.'s website and go to one. They've got four stores. They've got one in – they're not stores, are they? They're called parlours, aren't they? I don't know what you call it. See, it was just called tattoos when I was having tattoo them. Tattoo parlour. Yeah. Tattoo shop? What other parlours are there? Ray? Yeah. Is a knocking shop like a parlour? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. What would that be? Flange parlour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, knocking shop's a good word. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's quite 80s. Or is that 70s? No, it was Cynthia Payne had knocking shops, didn't she? That's a 70s thing, isn't it? I always thought Cynthia Payne was 80s. I think it might have all come out in the 80s. It was all going on in the 70s, though, wasn't it? All yeah. Frank Boff with electrodes on his nipples. Was that... Have you just made that up? Yeah. He was at it, though. <laughs> oh, he was at it. 100%. He was at it, though. He was Frank Boff, wasn't he? Absolutely. He was all over Absolutely. it. Why don't you get um, Frank Boff tattooed uh, on your body and head to Urban Inc. Uh, you can go to South End. That's why can... Frank Boff is rhyming slang for wanked off. Is it? Yeah. I, I, I had you on last night. Yeah, yeah, I got Frank Boff. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, well, they got Brentwood. They've got a store in uh, Southend. They've got one in... Where's the new one? Milton Keynes. No, they haven't. Uh, they've got one in... Chelmsford? Chelmsford. Uh, Is it? Uh, no. Where are they? Romford, Southend. Well, the new one's Hornchurch, isn't it? Brentwood? Brentwood. Hornchurch. Yeah, there you go. Um, just go to the website. Uh, just Google Urban Ink Tattooists. And, uh, and then basically... For some reason, uh, Billy's been sponsoring this podcast. Needless to say, we don't get approached uh, by that many people that want to have anything to do with this. Um, but that said, if you've got a drinks brand, you know, with a light-hearted approach. Yeah. I don't imagine... There might be some kind of like craft beer places that are taking Come on, you beardy cunt. Sponsor our podcast. Well, not probably not going to happen there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're too busy out interfering with kids. But they don't let it... <laughs> They're not anymore, though, are they, blokes with beards? They're not interfering with kids. They're just making craft beer and in trimming their moustaches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, I, I, I've got a beard. I don't interfere with kids. If you want to save yourself some money... <laughs> the podcast with someone with a beard that doesn't interfere with kids. <laughs> if you want to... <laughs> If you want to get some ink, and I recommend you do, and, and we're not just saying this because they're the sponsors, they're, they're artists are incredible, um, head over to the website and uh, give them a ring or walk through the doors of one of the four shops and to save yourself a nice percentage off of a tattoo, when you walk in, the first person you see, just shout the words, Fanny Rat. Just shout the words, Fanny Rat. And save yourself a nice percentage on your tattoo. Or you could just say lad baby. Lad baby? Or what was the first one, sorry? Fanny rat. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fanny rat. Save yourself some money at Urban Inc. Proud sponsors. Um, uh, begrudgingly sponsors of uh, the Acceptable in the 80s podcast. Right. Okay. November 1982. Uh I've got music at the top of my list, but we don't start with music, do we? It's always bloody telly, isn't it? No, it's films, you cunt. Oh, okay. Right. It's films. I went on Movie Web and saw the films that were actually released that month. You go on Movie Phone and tell us a load of films that weren't released that month. Oh, I bet you went on Movie Phone because there's fuck all out this month. No, it's good stuff on Movie Web. Right, I know. Right, I've looked at this list, right, and I know that you've got a little semi about one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've waited ages for this. <laughs> Creep show. Oh, you loved that, didn't oh, you? Oh, fucking still do. <laughs> I've never seen it. You can't. You've never seen Creep show. No. You've never seen Creep show. No. Is I it... bet. Yeah, but that's one of them things. It. I probably went on that. Went on about that so much that I'll put you off it, like you with REM and everyone you know. Well, I wish you would stop talking about me playing you REM on every episode. Do I? Yes. I didn't you mention that last mentioned... month. You, you did. You, yeah, you went on about uh, the fact that you don't like <laughs> certain bands because I used to play them to death in your car. No, this is it, right. So pull up outside your house in the full escort estate. Yeah. My you... one or your one? Huh? My one or your one? No, my one, because right. you never drove anywhere. I drove you around, you drunk, right? I drove you to fucking Club Art. Yeah, you did that night. 80 quid in petrol money. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll pull up outside your house. You come out, you're wearing a pair of shorts and a white vest. Yeah. You come, you get in my car, 
you pull a tape out and you've made a new tape, my heart sinks with dismay because <laughs> you, you're that fucking DJ who's never off duty. Oh, such a cunt. And it's always got REM on, but you can never listen to the whole song. You listen to 30 seconds of it and you're fast-forwarding on to the next one because you've got a short attention span. What an insufferable cunt. Yeah, welcome, a welcome to my 90s. Let's talk about creep show. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic creep show, as I'm sure a lot of listeners will attest. It's like one of them horror anthology films. Mm. So you've got like five stories held together with a kind of flimsy central premise, which is like there's this creep show, uh, cartoon, you know, comic. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of as the as the pages turn on the comic, it goes to all the different stories in it. Who's in it? Nielsen, Leslie, not Dennis. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Danson. Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Three cheers. Yeah. Wow. But would, would cheers have been kicking off then? Maybe. Maybe nearly. Yeah. Yeah. Like loads of other people. You know, like Hal Holbrook, is he one who was in it? I don't know. But like loads of kind of 80s actors that you'd know from other, other kind of quirky things. And uh, for me, the best one... Can I just say, this is a November episode and there's fireworks going off, even though we're actually recording this in October. Oh, yeah. Shh. Pretend we're recording it on fireworks. <laughs> it ain't going to be out before fireworks night, no. is it? So is that all you got to say about Creek Show? No, I was talking about it and then fucking Diwali interrupted us, the cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just five, five, like five little fucking you know, self-contained horror stories. Yeah, it's great. Les, Leslie, so Leslie Nielsen is like... Um, uh, he's like a video producer, right? Danson's bullying his wife, right? Right, and he finds out about it, and uh, oh, no, bullying. <laughs> <laughs> we love that, didn't yeah, we? it's good, isn't it? <laughs> so he buries her on this deserted bit of beach that he owns because he's fucking minted, yeah. And he makes Danson at gunpoint uh, go and get in this hole he'd buried further up the beach, like. And he sets up this fucking TV and stuff on the beach. So dancing, he's watching her as the tide comes in, you know, and like washing over and stuff. And then obviously the tide comes in and gets dancing as well. It's fucked up. And then uh, I'm not. I don't want to plot spoil it for people that ain't see it. But go and watch. Go and watch Creep Show. But yeah, Dan- dancing and the other bird come back from the dead, and they're all draped in seaweed to get Les- to get Leslie Nielsen's character. I always remember seeing like the. Um, the video of it, I'm thinking, God, that looks well good. It's brilliant, and everyone who's a cunt gets their just desserts. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Stephen King's in it as well. Does he get his just desserts? Yeah, he does. He don't really deserve. He's just like he's like a dimwit yokel who touches this fucking meteor and then like starts to grow a bit of grass on his finger, and then like you know that thing like pick your nose, itch your nutsack, and then it just fucking ends up everywhere. Wow. Yeah. If you could have something that grew out your finger and then it grew out your nose and it grew out your bollocks, what would you go for? Pubes. (laughs) (laughs) Good shot. (laughs) I don't know why you fucking asked that. Oh, dear. Um, Piranha 2 come out. No, it didn't, but carry on. Oh, it did. It did. Uh... That come out some other time, but carry on. What you got about Piranha Two? Nothing. I ain't never I've, seen it. No, have you seen the original Piranha? Yeah. Like, but what my point was, like Piranhas, 
were up there with quicksand, weren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were going to die by quicksand, or you could get eaten by piranhas yeah. or, or a shark. Yeah. Like... A very real and present danger in the 80s. Yeah. I think it took me till I was probably... 14 to realise that you probably couldn't get eaten by piranhas off the coast of the UK. All right. I if, mean, if I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to verify that, just in case. Right. So if you could get eaten like Robert Shaw in Jaws, right, where you're just slipping in, right? And yeah. And like Roy, like fucking yeah. help, and like, and and and, I, and I'm just watching you get eaten, but from the feet up. Like, yeah. And uh, it's managed to get your feet in its mouth as well. It's jaws wide <laughs> enough that it can get your feet Big in. Big old unit, isn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, would you rather go like that, being eaten from the legs up, or would you rather fall in like a pond of piranha and just have, and then have just fucking hundreds of them all just fucking eating your eyeballs? That's like saying... But they start with your cock. That's like saying, would you rather get head-butted by Mick Harford or like... Continually elbowed by Dennis Wise. A hundred Dennis Wises. It'd be worse getting your cho- it'd be worse getting your cock chewed off, wouldn't it? By yeah, you nearly piranhas. get out. You nearly get out, but then like they uh, pull you back in by your cock. <laughs> Why is your cock out? <laughs> it's just come loose. Your, ship, your linings perished in your swimming shorts, and one of them's got up there. They've your shorts. So what's the question? Would I rather get bitten in half by a shark? Eaten from the feet up by a shark or just devoured, uh, starting with your cock, uh, <laughs> by, by a fucking swarm of piranhas? Is there a chance I'm going to get out with a bit of my cock still intact? No, that's gone. Like What, straight away? Oh, yeah, straight away. There's fucking hundreds of them. Yeah, like, I've got a big old unit. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you could end up getting... Back on the boat, like if I decide to put down my pot noodle, I'll pull you out. And but like obviously as I pull you out, like your legs ain't there, but your yeah. cock's still there and your bollocks. And but like, he's bitting me legs off. Me cock and bollocks are still intact. Yeah. So that like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant it a bit of me like up to me belly button. No, 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 no. Just right up to right below your bollocks. Did it nip me nutsack once? But nothing too bad. Did one of me pods fall out? One <laughs> but it's a good story. Why you only got one bollock? Sharks. Sharks. Like, um, I mean, that was a fucking bit of gold, wasn't it? What was his name? Paul Sykes. Paul Sykes. Have we spoke about Paul Sykes on here? No, I don't think so. Fucking hell, incredible. It was only in bed with me dinner, wasn't it? Brilliant. He's got a book out, Paul Sykes, hasn't he? Like, he I'll, wrote a book. I heard that, but I've never read it. Is it on Amazon? Must be. Like, that's got to be. He was like a a, a, a low-level professional boxer, wasn't he, I yeah. believe? But he did a bit of door stuff and that as well, didn't he? He was just a general hard man, wasn't he? He, he looked like an hard man, didn't he? Moustache. Yeah. Not a lot going on like on the top of his head. Like very mixed fucking things going on inside his head. What 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 did he say when he was stri- he was swimming the straits? the straits of Jahal? Like and he got approached by a shark and he went, "Things with sharks, what you gotta do? I punch it in the fucking ear hole." And like that's the way that you deal with a shark. You punch it in the fucking ear yeah. hole. Like um, we watched that a lot, didn't we? Yeah, lots. Yeah, Paul Sykes. 
What a fucking, what a dude. Um, but yeah, all right. So the, for the purpose of the question, you, you want me to pull you out from the shark's mouth. You've lost the bollock, both your legs, uh, but you can still get, I'd say 40% of the erection you used to get. Why only 40%? Well, you've lost a nut and there's a lot of trauma involved in what's just happened to you. Whereas you can, like, literally, as I yank you out of the, the piranha pond... Why are you saving like, me? Because you're I, brave. Because I'm brave. Like, I pull you out, right, and, like, you're fine. Feet, legs, arms, face, But at the hair. piranha pole? You're I'm- absolutely fine, but your cock and bollocks, you're literally like a Kendall. There's fuck all, mate. Just, just, just gone. Just gone. You can live a normal life. Absolutely fine. Oh, what happens when you feel sexy if you've got no cock? Maybe you get a little Pinocchio nose. Where's it go? What, on your nose? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> where, where, do If you've got no cock and bollocks, and like, all right, imagine this, right? I'm going to role play with you, right? So um, I've been, like, dealing with, like, you because, like, since everyone's, like, heard about, like, what's happened to you, no one wants to hang around with you. Right, so I'm like, obviously, I'm stuck with you, so I'm like looking after you, going, Come, mate, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. He was like, Yeah, right, I ain't got any cock and bollocks, like, I don't know what to do myself. And I was like, That's all right, read a book. Uh, and then I think, Right, look, we need to find out what happens if you get sexy, right? So I'll go and get like, I'll go and get a you turn me on, I get a a, a, (laughs) I'll get a variety of river magazines, right? Yeah, I'll get like an old school 80s razzle, yeah, I'll get something like, I don't know, um. Over sixties wanks bank and spurt and like and I'll get you know I don't know a zipper or something like that and I'll just I'll just like kind of try a bit of everything. It's all there. I'll lay them all out right. You 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 get in from like a little walk around the garden and then they're all there and you feel sexy. How, how are you feeling sexy? Just feeling sexy in my body, but I've got no I've got no outlet for it. <laughs> Well, it's going to come out your arsehole, isn't it? What is? Don't know. Summit. What? That like... build-up, though. Look, you got that build-up. There's nowhere for it to go because they've smoothed it over. <laughs> Me trying to tell you, I literally backfires. Yes. <laughs> Balloon comes out. Like, what? Summit's going to shoot out your arse. I don't know what. Just I'm feeling that tension and that. Bi- it's like a pressure cooker. It's gonna. It's gonna blow, isn't it? Where's it gonna go? What's the nearest? What's the nearest hole? Well, I tell you, who we could ask. Who? Gandhi. He never had it off, did he? Didn't he? I wouldn't have thought so. Gandhi never had it off. No, famously he was unrandy Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't he have a wife or anything? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm just guessing that he didn't. Do you reckon Gandhi had it off? <sighs> Can you picture Gandhi having it off? No. Did the Pope never had it off, did no. he? But that's why they end up diddling with all the choir boys and that. I don't think Gandhi, Gandhi did. weren't a nonce, was he? I don't think so. I don't know. I've, I've never really looked into Gandhi. 
What do you know about Gandhi apart from the fact like... Apart from what I read on Wikipedia earlier on. Have you seen Gandhi, the film Gandhi? I think I watched it when I was really young. It was on, but it was too clever for me. I think I pretended I wanted to watch it, like I really wanted to watch Chariots of Fire, but I didn't really understand it. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen Gandhi. No, you were watching Creepshow. Hmm. He was a peaceful man, wasn't he? <laughs> what did you say? Find... I thought you were going to say he was a paedophile. <laughs> what did you find out about Gandhi on Wikipedia? Um, he uh, he uh, helped uh, the Indians overthrow. Uh, the British Empire. Yeah, British Empire. Yeah. That had, you know, enslaved them and shaved them. And uh and Ben Kingsley's real name uh was uh Krishna Banji. That's what I found out today. Well, speaking of bold people <laughs> Upstairs downstairs. Yay! <laughs> All got a bit serious here for a didn't moment, it? didn't it? Didn't it? That's alright, we'll pull it back with some fucking nonsense. Um, right, so if you're new to this podcast, Upstairs, Downstairs is a game uh, where I speak to cunt and I'll talk about some very famous people that are famously bald upstairs. Now, I want to know what they've got going on downstairs. Is there hair? Is there none? Telly Savalas, a.k.a. Kojak. Bald upstairs. I'd imagine... He's got like half a foreskin, not a full foreskin. And the poking out the end of it, it's bright red like a lollipop. Like one of them 100%. lollipops that he used that to eat on his show, Kojak. Definitely. Uh, I'd say a reasonably, uh, reasonably small bollocks, not hanging that low. Quite neat and tidy. And quite a smooth ball bag. <laughs> um, and no pubes. Oh, Okay, okay. So he's upstairs, upstairs down. matches downstairs, yeah. Fantastic. Um, 80s heartthrob uh, and hard man, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. See, in the 80s, he, he had hair upstairs, didn't he? Then that went. Didn't he get some... He had some uh, hair follicle replacement, didn't he? Did like he? Wayne Rooney, yeah. Um. But Would he have got them downstairs? He, they got them all from around his cock. The ah. whole lot came because it was quite afro-ish. It didn't, yeah. It, it all came from around his cock and bollocks. Um, so downstairs, bold Bruce. Upstairs, Gene Wilder. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bob Hoskins. Oh, Hoskins. Been reading about Hoskins actually. Okay. I've, I've been reading a book about Ken Campbell, the um, theatre. Uh, practitioner, right? And and Hoskins was one of his posse in the early days. Posse, I mean, that's yeah. that's a good word. He had he had this posse of like Discordian, just like trouble troublemakers and actors who who would do his stuff with him. And uh, there was a story that uh, Hoskins had grown this big beard in between shows, and Ken Campbell went to him and said, "I need you to play," because they used to just take these fucking weird comedy shows out around pub venues and stuff and do them in people's faces. And uh, he said to Hoskins, I need you to shave that beard off because I want you to play Queen Victoria. And Hoskins went, give me a tenner then. And Ken, Ken Campbell gave him a fiver. And when he saw Hoskins next, he'd shave half his beard off. Fucking what? Fucking legend. Yeah. Nice to be with Hoskins as a petty cunt. But, more seriously, downstairs, he was bowled up top, but it's good to poke 
full set of pubes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and last one, um, Jimmy Somerville. Oh, Somerville. I want to. I want to imagine his cock. He's bold, but I don't think it is. Yeah. I think his cock looks like his head. It's got like a fairly spindly neck to it. Like it's very round and his urethra in the end, like got that little pug nose like he has. Um, his bollocks are small, uh, but a lot of ginger pubes. Really? Yeah, ginger, ginger, bright ginger. Really? So fucking ginger. Like a little orphan Annie with a big nose. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> without the glasses. <laughs> But the small town boys are small. Yeah. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be more upstairs downstairs this Christmas. <clears throat> right. Just speculate, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course, yes, we'll guess what. Uh where are we at? Music? Uh are you finished on films? Um I think so. Um Slumber Party Massacre looks all looks alright. I'm just looking at the picture now, it's just like it's four ladies in bikinis laying on the floor and a bloke of a big drill standing in front of him with his legs apart. <laughs> Mate, I can't imagine that's not going to have some interest for some people, Slumber Party Massacre. I 100% guarantee that at one point one of them four women will, will jump up to her knees in a bed <laughs> and, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a big 80s hits are going to fall out, 100%. I think there's going to be some bush in it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, there weren't a lot of fucking clean downstairses then. It was all fucking no. wild. Wild. Feral. Feral beaver. If if you've got a group of women who are having to get up quickly off a bed because someone's coming around and picking them off one by one, yeah. I would imagine at some point there's going to be a Kelly LeBrock-like scenario where you, you're going to get some... Some. I mean, she might get finished off shortly after, not yeah. in a sexy way. But no, you'll see fur. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> It's got that on the Blu-ray, Blu-ray release. <laughs> <clears throat> music? Do we do music next? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to dance, dance with your baby no more. Never do something to hurt you, though. But the feeling is bad. It's bad, not fine. it's fine. Bad, isn't it? Is bad. The feeling is bad. Is it bad? Bad. The feeling is. Is the feeling bad or fine? I mean, it's two completely conflicting emotions. I'll tell you what, though. Eddie Grant looked like a good bloke. Do you know what I've got here? Was he a good bloke? Of course he was. He looked like a good <laughs> he bloke. He looked like a good Grant, bloke, didn't he? Yeah. Like my yeah. my actual note says he was mates with Desmond from Desmond. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon Eddie Grant is a good bloke? Because Desmond was a good bloke. Yeah. So Eddie Grant, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't want to dance. It's good, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. For that that um, VHS I've, I've often mentioned that I borrowed off of you with Top of the Pops, that was on there. This, oh, it's this, this chart, yeah. yeah. This, this is the fucking one. Yeah. I was going through going like, fucking hell, that was on there. That was yeah. on there. Yeah, that Super Tramp song that's in the charts was on oh, there. Oh, yeah. I is it, it's raining, raining again. again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this was this was it was literally this fucking top forty. I think was yeah. the, the that was probably like the first fucking um, 
maybe maybe the first top of the pops VHS I made. Definitely, definitely. I don't want to dance by Eddie Grant's fucking great. It's better than Electric Avenue. I like yeah. Electric Avenue, yeah. but it ain't as good as this. This is fucking great. He wrote Baby Come Back. Did yeah. you know that? I didn't I, I did. didn't know that. Yeah. I think did you not tell me that when we went away to the old eighties fest? Oh yeah, I did know that, yeah. But yeah. then I got drunk and forgot I knew it. Ah. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, going to gigs, uh, you went to see Roxy Music, didn't you? I went to see Roxy Music on Tell Friday. Me about it. I, I, well, I just went there on, on a bit of a whim, like um, there was yeah, still like just like odd, odds and fucking sods of tickets, and so I thought, oh, do you know, what? I'm just going to fucking go and see Roxy Music. It was brilliant. Of course, it was. It's really, it was a classy affair. Yeah. Was there like lots of classy people there? There was. There were some. Did you cla- wear a suit? Y- yeah. 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 I mean, we don't want to disrespect her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was lots of... Uh, the first song, because it was at the O2, which is fucking massive, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, the first song, everyone stood up. What was it? Um, was it Remake, Remodel? So ev- everyone stood up, and then no one sat down again. So there was just lots of old duffers who just had to fucking... <laughs> who, who, had, who had to sit, yeah, sit yeah. down and fucking lean and that. But everyone just stayed standing up for the whole fucking gig. Oh, and, um, no, it weren't good. I, I like sitting down because I'm a lazy cunt. But, but no, it... <laughs> no, it was fucking, it was fucking brilliant. And they, yeah. like, they'd, done lots, they'd done lots of sort of album stuff and then, like, finished on all the singles. Oh, what ones? Um, uh... Give me that. <laughs> yeah, they did that. They did a uh, yeah. Ooh, strand. Right, so so he he uh he done there uh done oh yeah and more than this like done all of them. Uh, what didn't they do? Fucking um, slave for love. That was ferry, wasn't it? Oh, that was ferry, wasn't it? Yeah, what was it? So, so uh, what? Yeah, they done they done they done Avalon done dance away. Ooh. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> that's a seedy little song, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking yeah, but also like a bleak little song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they done a yeah Virginia Plain and fucking um. So right at the very end, like it got the stage. They've done so many fucking. Uh, so many well-known singles at the end that people were just clapping for like five minutes after, like yeah. longer than the song, and they all just stood there looking a bit embarrassed. And they done uh, done jealous guy, and people clapped for so long afterwards that Ferry just like he clearly just wants to fucking have a little sit down and put his slippers on and just like read his fox hunting magazine, and uh, <laughs> and and everyone's just carried on clapping. And he's kind of shushed people, like you know, doing that thing with your hands where you where you shush the crowd. And so he's done that. And people have gone quiet for a split second. And he's gone. There's a new sensation. Oh. And just they've just gone in to do the strand and finished on that. It was fucking brilliant. Oh, the saxophone on that fucking record. Yeah, that screams, didn't it? At the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing. He's like, you just you just realise what a fucking good yeah. good good band they were. And like, he's you know his voice is fucking cracking a bit. But no, nah, just really fuck really fucking good. Really glad I see him. I just go. He's 104. Right, is Perry. he? So it's not surprising, is it? Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, he done all right, yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he? Number two's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, I like a bit of fucking heartbreak. Is that a BG song? Of course it is. <laughs> I like that. I think Dion Warwick's got one of the best voices. Oh, it's lovely. Ever. 
Walk on by. Walk on by. It's just like fucking cut glass. It's amazing. That's a perfect record, that yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heartbreaker's fucking great, isn't it? Do you know what? I heard Chain Reaction on the radio the other day, and I was driving to fucking Suffolk, and, I was, and it come on, and I was just like... I remember when it come out, just finding it a bit annoying, because I was trying to be a fucking... Like yeah, we was all going a bit indie then, yeah. We? Yeah, and I listen to it now, and I think it's fucking perfect. Yeah, like, a little key change before the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heartbreaker. What a fucking tune. Number three, Mad World. Yeah, we we talked about Mad World last uh, last month, didn't yeah. we? And then we spoke about. Give me time. What? Uh, <laughs> do you really want to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously spoke about uh, having a, having a Marvin. Um, ooh la la la! <laughs> Let's go dancing. Where you got that? Number six. Oh, you chose a different chart. Have you chose the twenty first? You had trouble finding a chart. Because um, uh, getting access to this, I think I took. I've got the seventh to the thirteenth of November. No, so we always go for the middle of the month. So right. you've gone for the week before. All right, sorry. So that so. What number? You number six then? Yeah. Cool, cool and the gang. That was ooh la la la. Let's yes. go dancing. Open bracket, so, close bracket. Was that on the tape? Because I remember that on top of the pops, like um, with some dance company doing it. I don't ooh. know whether it was fucking Legs and Co, but it, they they done a really cheesy fucking um, like mime to it where they actually went down to the park, you know, and like and. Oh, it was it was fucking dog shit, but very you know very like late seventies, early eighties kind of top of the pops. Yeah, because they used to do that quite a lot, didn't they? On top of the pops, like because I've discovered that some we've actually got some younger listeners to this podcast really? that are in their tw- the two people are in their twenties. Wow. Yeah, it's and- a good thing that the other six listeners ain't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all between 49 and 51. I did get a card. I've got a couple of blokes saying, like, oh, I'm 52, mate. Should I stop listening? Like, Please, don't. Please don't. Please <laughs> don't. Like, um, we should actually say that uh, we do really appreciate it when you, like, tweet us shit, like... Because we had, we we do screenshot them and send them to each other because we're that tragic. Oh, I fucking I, I have loved that since mentioning Fripp's privilege last week. <laughs> there's there's been about ten people tweet with the hashtag Fripp's privilege, and there's been about half a dozen different spellings of the word privilege. I've I've had a stack of fucking messages uh, about two pints of men's milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, keep the messages coming in because it's good fun. Um. Right, uh, I just, it's nice to know you're not just wanking into the abyss, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I just wanted to speak about give me time and do you want to hurt me? So it's it's fireworks night. So have we discussed like when I took my injury at fireworks? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I well, don't I've, know. I've if, to, if, if we have, it would be like two years ago, and I have no memory of it. Because I've got two uh, fire-based times where we've been hurt. Once me, once you, and I, I want to discuss them. Like, um, I, have I been hurt? Yeah, we talk about your one first, and if you want, so I weren't there. But, oh. um, but Lil was as, as mentioned it many times to me, and I wish I was. But yous were driving somewhere. And you flicked your lit cigarette out the window. Uh, no, it weren't me. It was Quinny. 
Oh, right. So Jim flicked the fag out the window. So we was, we was on our way to... Was back you driving? You made it sound like it was a fire, firework-based injury, <laughs> but it weren't. It was a fag butt. Well, if it would so, have been all over it. <laughs> so I was, I was driving. It was in my Ford Escort. And at the time, smoking was allowed in the front and back of my Ford Escort estate. Did you, did you impose a ban to like, the yeah. front? Yeah, but because cunt. the back window, I don't. <laughs> yeah, right. You hold on. Really cool well, to see about it. I'm well, I tell you what. Let, yeah, well, let's let the listeners decide when they hear the fucking injury I sustained. <laughs> Is that what you bought a smoking bag? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, glad people are getting a snapshot to what a petty cunt you was. No, well, they, they, I don't think they'll feel that way at all. I think you're priming them to feel that way. So we were driving to Basildon. Lil, Lil was in the passenger seat. I was in the driver's seat. Quinny was behind me. And did my... So you had to put the seats forward for people to get out the back of the car because it was, it was an escort estate. That's right, and it? It didn't have back doors, did it? Or did it? I think it did. Did it? Might not have done. I can't remember. I don't think your one did. Did you on? No, it didn't. It did, I didn't have back, back no. doors. That's a really good fucking point. Right, so you had to... When people... Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Right, so... Cause I'm, I'm thinking about Canning Town flyover now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> another petty time cunt. I was a petty <laughs> So there was no windows. The the, yeah. the windows in the back didn't open. Yeah. Yeah. So we're driving to Basildon. Jim's finished a fag, and when you had a, when you put your fag out, you had to put it out the driver's window. Yeah. You would have had your window undone about half an inch. Yeah. You, you had your have window had done. On. Huh? You wouldn't have had the heating on in the car. No, because it, it uses up petrol. So. So Jim's gone to put his fag out the window. He's blown back in, and it's gone down my back, <laughs> and he's gone. Oh. I think my fag butt's just come back in. And I'm like, oh, fuck's sake. And then within about a few seconds, I felt this burning on my back, right? And I had this, I had this fucking, like, safari jacket that I got in a charity shop. <laughs> and I've just felt this burning on my back. So I've moved forward, and Jim's gone, he's gone down your trousers, right? So I'm, I'm doing my belt as I'm driving along the A13, right? And I've undone my belt... And then Lil, like I'm leaning forward, and Lil, Lil's in the passenger seat, and Lil's gone. He's gone down your pants, and I've just felt this burning in my ass crack. And so I've got my sister with her hand down the back of my pants, just like going like that, trying to put this, trying to put this fag bay out. And we've got into a lay-by, and I've got out and just fucking pulled this fag butt. Out the back of my pants. I've got a hole in my pants and a hole in the back of my fucking jacket. So that's why smoking was banned in the back of the car. Because it was. Oh, fucking hell. I'd love to have seen that. So you got to see mine, obviously. Yeah, it was in your, it was in it your was back garden. Brilliant. <laughs> so it was, it was fireworks night and we, we'd often... Uh, have a little catch up, wouldn't we? Never want to go around yours for a little display. Yeah, it was just our, our old baits, wasn't it? And whatever mm. um, Mrs. they had in tow That's at right. the time. So, what would this have been like in the 90s, maybe? I reckon this was 96, maybe 97. Yeah. Uh, and my then girlfriend, uh, I hadn't introduced to my friends before. Oh, I had. Tell her that. I had um, briefly when we played at that uh, place in Romford. 
when she turned up with all her friends and, and I pulled, your trousers, and you pulled down. my trousers and pants down in front of her and all her friends. So she knew you quite well by that point. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, her and all of her friends my cock and bollocks in a nightclub his cock wasn't that impressive it was probably about three or four inches on the soft like pretty wrinkled his bollocks hung at a medium <laughs> <laughs> nothing oh, to write home about no Splat- smattering of pubes but um, veered slightly at one side <laughs> like a car that needed tracking <laughs> How good you could get erectional tracking? <laughs> going to fucking prick fit and just going like <laughs> You'd never pay for it, though, would you? <laughs> Fuck it, I'll just compensate. Uh, and so, uh, me and you would always be in charge, so we'd be letting off the fireworks, wouldn't we? Yeah. And... Uh, and you would have had your jacket that you wrote Mr. Bronson on the back of. I had a Hive's Hive's jerking, didn't I? Yeah, you'd just be really sensible, in charge. and you'd always tell me off for starting to get a little bit renegade as the evening wore on. No, I was start. always up for fucking sellotaping bangers and fucking things to rock it. I was, I, I was. Don't make out I was all fucking. You yeah, like, don't, Roy. Roy, stop it. Well, yeah, like, let's all, let's hear what happened. Literally did backfire. Um, so. I took my, my, my new girlfriend to meet all my friends uh, and she could also see the sort of powerful side of my personality. She could see me take control of a situation, organise uh, a display in front of everyone. So she would see me looking brave, firelighter in hand, like approaching the fireworks, detonating the fireworks, standing at a safe distance, but not afraid to kind of... Go a little bit renegade, you know. Show the maverick side of my personality. Get a little bit of sellotape, stick a few together. No one had a firelighter. It was it was zippos and zippos and for clippers, wasn't it? Yeah, and we'd only generally have one, and we'd all be like, "Where's the lighter?" <laughs> Which was fucking pathetic. Um, sometimes being lit with fags as well. <laughs> <laughs> Everything the firework code said not to do. Oh, uh, well, I mean, Wellington would have a field day. Yeah, there was a lot of illegal fireworks one year, wasn't there? Yeah, where uh, the neighbours were like. No. And it was like, knowing you think that, I know we would say display quality every time the shittest firework went off, <laughs> but that one year. Yeah, display quality. Did your old man get some knocked off fireworks? I remember the first one went off and no one cheated if I just looked a bit worried. <laughs> just looked at each other and was like, fucking hell, I'm sure you probably need to stand a bit further back when they go off. So was was your injury? I remember someone bought someone someone had this big fucking rocket shape. Dean one bought a big rocket. Called thirty shots. Yes. And was it I think you lit it and as you fucking ran away from it, it fell over and just started firing the sh- was that that same time or not? No. It just started firing shots towards the house. And everyone no, who that- was gathered on the on the um, on, like, on the little fucking patio yeah. outside the house, just started trying to get in the house, but the door was only open a little bit, and like it was just firing all these shots at people, and it burnt Dean's bird's coat, didn't it? That's and right. That was the first time she'd been out with us as well. Uh, he introduced her to us that night. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and she like, uh, <laughs> got got burnt. Um, but now this night, this was this was in the other house. This was in the older one. Uh, and all I remember is lighting this firework and it didn't go. And then, like, I went to go back to it and you screamed like a girl, like, no, Roy, no, 
never return to a new farmer, Roy. Oh, it's man. in the code. And I was like, fuck it. And like, uh, I was like Kevin Costner. Like, no. <laughs> I just kind of palmed you off, and I just like I just done like a double whiskey, like neat, uh, and then put the glass down and went back, spat a bit of whiskey at the firework and lit it. Um, now you probably like you were probably smoking a fag like Bruce Willis like and just Marlboro, lit, yeah. yeah holding it in your teeth and then like lit it with that yeah, and just turn around as it went off. No, what happened was I went back to it and lit it and then it started going off and I panicked and I was, where I was obviously bent over, I turned around to run away back to where like all of all the youth lot were and my new girlfriend. Uh, and there was like a, an iron rod cemented <laughs> in the garden, wasn't there? It, that was probably to- about three foot high. Yeah, it used to have my nan's washing line on it because my nan lived in the house before us and then, like, we'd got rid of the washing line and the metal pole was just still just sticking up out the garden. Just It was a, probably, I would say, ball sack height. Correct. So as I turned around in, like, the kind of start position, uh, I literally propelled myself out of the blocks like Wilbert Greaves uh, and drove my balls straight into the top of that thing and then obviously just went down like a sack of fucking spuds holding my fucking tiny bollocks just going oh why yeah yeah all these fireworks <laughs> going off about fucking two foot from my head whilst all of my mates not one fucker come over and try to drag me away I could just no, we see were keeping everyone, a safe distance I could everyone laughing I remember just getting up covered in mud and just walking back to me new bird and just going yeah alright Right. But the pole was at like a kind of 20 degree angle, wasn't it? I couldn't see any way that your bollocks hadn't been ripped clean off your body. <laughs> Proper. Uh... Oh, dear. <clears throat> right. I've got... Uh, whatever, tell you what, before I go, keep banging on, uh, what have you got from the charts that you want to talk about? Um, well, for, from, the top, from the top 10, these are all ones I remember from that VHS tape, like... I have real fucking flashbacks looking at this chart. It's definitely the fucking yeah. the the month, isn't it? Hall and Oates Man Eater, um, Human League Mirror Man, Wham! Young Guns Go for It. Like that that fucking. I don't know why I know that rap off by art. You know that the no, fucking. I really don't like that song. No, I don't. I don't like any Wham. Really, I don't yeah. really like any fucking George Michael. But tell that jerk to take a hike. There's something about that guy I don't like. Well, sugar, he don't mean the things he said. Get him out of my way, cause I'm seeing red. Yes, yeah, fucking bollocks. But I just can't help knowing it. I don't know any of that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember on the like the good time, bit the go for it. That bit, yeah. he looked like he was kind of having a little bit of a rouse, but he weren't. No, he won't. I'll be satisfied by shaking Stevens. I talked about that last month, I think. Do you, you don't remember that, do you? No. I want to ask you, how many birds do you reckon it took to satisfy Shaky in an eve, in one sitting? One. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> he, he didn't bang loads of birds, did he, Shaky? Double denim, mate, young man. Do you reckon? Elvis hips. Yeah, but the thing Wasn't is, if you're valleys. shaking like that, by the time you get your cock in, it's gone off. Like, just... <laughs> the momentum. Are you saying that he was literally on the vinegar strokes 24 He was, yeah, like... performance. Yeah. The, the momentum... Maybe the minute he come off, off stage at Top of the Pops, he had to have a Marvin just to get back in the fucking room. Definitely. Fucking hell. 
If you're shaking like that, he, you, oh, I reckon sometimes he spunk before he got it out of his gene fly. <laughs> okay. What else you got on music? Um, Jackson and McCartney, The Girl Is Mine. It's fucking rubbish. Oh, it's really bad. Is it the worst thing that either of them have done? Because when you have two legends like that together, it's never going to be as good as the sum of the parts, is it? But fucking hell, like, didn't anyone just have a word and go, like, come on, lads, fuck's sake. Say, say, say's all right. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's not the work of the King of Pop and uh, a Beatle. Nah. But it's all right, though. Yeah. Girlie's mine's proper waft. Yeah, it's really bad. I've never met anyone that likes it. If any of you like it... Yeah, message but, Yeah, Yeah, just tweet and say why you like it. The hashtag yeah. Fripp's Privilege. Yep. Always. <laughs> uh, what else you got? Um, just, just running down the charts... Um, Blamange living on the ceiling, Duran Duran Rio. That's that's the I, I don't know whether that's the first Duran Duran one I remember. The video with a bird on the boat and that. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's in the chart your week. Um, it's the Piranhas, bizarrely. Oh, Zambezi featuring Boring Bob Grover. Uh, did, you, did you have a little Google of Boring Bob Grover? No, did you? Nah, I, I did mean to. Why was Bob Grover boring? Um. Don't know. Zambezi, 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 Zambezi. I remember that from Top of the Pops. I mean, it's yeah. probably that exact fucking same same tape. Yeah, I but they're all dressed really up as like explorers that. and stuff, yeah, aren't they? I'm thinking that was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's it amazing. ain't really though, is it? No, it's really poor. Tom Ark's good though, isn't it? Mm. Do you? Uh, I see status quo at number seventeen with Caroline live at the NEC, and I was just thinking. They were blokes, weren't they, status quo? Yeah, they had it off a lot. Who had it off most, Parfit or Rossi? Parfit. Really? Yeah. Do you think Rossi's cock looks like his head? Like weaselly. Like, no, do you think, because he's bald upstairs now, isn't he, but he's got it around the sides. Do you reckon he's like, above his stem, he's like pretty sparse, but he's got quite a lot of bush around his bollocks and like around the side of his stem? Yeah, long and straight, and he keeps yeah. a little ponytail underneath his nutsack. <laughs> exactly. Rossi's cock. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> Did he have anything to do with the ice cream makers? Probably. Uh. How good would uh, that be if Rossi pulled up in his ice cream van, fucking Francis fucking lent out, just gave you a fucking 99 and a fucking couple of verses of fucking... Dan Dan. You're in the army now. <laughs> That's a weird song, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? Yeah. I remember really liking it. When yeah, it I liked out. it. Yeah. Weird, though, isn't it? Did I tell you I saw Quo? Where did you see Quo? I see Quo supporting... Pet Shop Boys. <coughs> Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, at High Park. Was it a Radio 1 thing? Radio 2. I'm, I'm old enough. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, uh, there was a lot of people there for Quo. Yeah. Like, and... Well, they all then end up... Double denimed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, stonewashed, like, fucking diehards. A lot of them were, like, all sporting retro quo T-shirts. Yeah. Like, they just looked like... There was a lot of people that were, like, probably got into IT when they got a Vic 20. Yeah. And, you know, the only time once a year they let their hair down is when they go and watch quo. And I also reckon there's a couple of fucking women that like that had quo t shirts on that probably worked in a chippy. Yeah. Like, and, and, and probably had seen a lot of action. Yeah, if you if you're saying to me a bird who likes quo, I'm thinking like stonewashed denim, like with button up fly. <laughs> um old quo t shirt, like Jean jacket with the arms cut off, like my one that had Christians on the back, and that kind of like shaggy perm, yeah, like and just like a rotten head. Number 24, Renan and Renato, Save Your Love. That was the only seven-inch single my nan and granddad had. Save your love, my, my darling, save, save your love. love. Um, do you reckon, was Rene banging Renata? Because I remember rightly, Renata like, looked like, you know, a, a, a tasty woman from, like, you know, a, a foreign holiday. Yeah. Whereas Renata looked like... like Renai. Sorry, yeah, Renee, just like, I don't know. He just looked like... Do you think she just, like, married him to get a passport? No, I'm not suggesting <laughs> that, but I, I just think, like, he looked like... Are they still alive? 
he's got to be dead, hasn't he? He's just got heart attack written all over him. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's never alive. No fucking way. Uh, I wonder, do you think they're like still big on in like in Europe? Yeah, probably. Did they have any other? I can't remember ever hearing uh, Rene and Renata. Uh, He's dead. It's heart attack all day UK long. UK number one with saving up the following single, just one more kiss. Is Rene and Renata still alive? Uh, She's alive. He's croaked. Oh, this is fucking incredible. Uh, just one kiss picked at 55 in Australia. Gibbon returned to private life after the fame dying down, but Renata still sang, mainly on cruise ships. Gibbon! <clears throat> Renata still sang, mainly on cruise ships and occasionally at his son's restaurant, Renata's, in Tamworth, Staffordshire. We need to go there. So hold on, so who's Renee, the I'm fella now, or I'm the now, lady? I'm, I'm now going into this. Renato's the fella then. Uh, Rene, of course Renee's the bird. The walk away, West Renee. Midlands resident, Italian bald Renata Palgleri, uh, auditioned for ITV's talent show, New Faces in 75, catching the attention of songwriter John Edward, who had written Save Your Love. Uh, he was teamed by Edward with British singer Hilary Lester, now Gibbon, uh, and the duo was renamed as Rene and Renata. So she was English. Yeah. And he, well, he was... Yeah, he was born in Italy, but lived in the West Midlands. Uh, hang on. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Renato died from complications following surgery on a brain tumour at Good Hope Hospital, Sutton Coldfield on 2009, 69. Condolences, obviously, to Renato's family. I feel bad now speculating that he died from a fat bloke's disease when, like, anyone could get that. It's horrible, isn't it? Should we just... Bad Renee, is she still going? Yeah, she's great. Do you want to have a little game of... Good game or danger game? Yeah, you have to refresh me with how this game works. <clears throat> it's a simple game. Uh, it was inspired by uh, last month's conversation about the Pinkies uh, and their hit Danger Games. How's that uh, go again? Uh, danger Games... Um, yeah, good game or danger games uh, is is a very simple, straightforward game. Um, I ask you some some classic games that we would play in the eighties with certain famous people, and you tell me if you think, oh, that'd be a good game or danger game. Okay, right. Kiss Chase with Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> good game. <laughs> okay. Bulldog with Madness. Danger game. No. Oh, fucking, that'd be dangerous, wouldn't it? It'd be great fun. Really? Yeah, it's not about being dangerous, it's about fun. Oh, all right. Good game. <laughs> Run outs with Tucker and Adam from Grange Hill. Good game. Okay. Uh, what have we got left? Got one more for you. Uh, strip poker with Sir Cliff Richard. Danger game. Television? You got anything left on music? <sighs> yeah, do you know, I just, wanted, I just wanted to run through these and just see, like, because all these fucking just jumped off that fucking uh, VHS tape. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not sure we'll ever get another month like it. Fucking John Cougar, Jack and Diane, mm. Flock of Seagulls Wishing, Musical Youth, Youth of Today, 
Do you remember that? The youth of today. The yeah. youth of today. Oh, I don't know why I sound like in a Welsh accent. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, modern romance, best years of our lives. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, super tramp, it's raining again. Uh, and oh, do you know what I see was in the fucking uh, charts was Yazoo, The Other Side of Love. Yeah, that's the single that no one really remembers. No, because he's shit, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, Depeche Mode's meaning of love. And it's called a heart. You know, it just you hear them and just like they're really shit. And if all their other stuff was this shit, I'd never have got into them. But I remember at the time thinking they were all right. But like in retrospect, like shit, aren't they? I remember it's called a heart. It really ain't good. No, it's, it's wafty. Meaning I love shit as well. What's the belly of that? Billy, 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 billy. I mean, it's cheerful yeah. and that. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like them ones, but fucking hell, like go and listen to them. They are shit. It's not to say they've got lots of, you know, they haven't got yeah. lots of good stuff. Um, and uh, number 35 was Lionel Richie's Truly. You loved that, didn't you? No, I didn't like it, but I remember buying lots of copies of it from the boot sale and fucking flogging it to you, Borough, and every other cunt in the late 80s. When you was all buying up anyone who had, any fucking black bloke who had, like, fuzzy hair and a moustache, you buying anything. Yeah. I remember just flogging you all Truly. It's really bad, Truly. Yeah, it's waff, doesn't it? What's your favourite Lionel Richie song? Um, it would probably have to be Hello. I don't think there's been a video like it where someone's like, you know, set their designs on a blind bird. It's ambitious. Yeah. Oh, what about the song? Yeah, I like it. Yeah? Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that should have so been... The discount code. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I did a version of that on my on my cunts Corona Club in the um uh I used to do a Monday Moist on for the ladies, you know, where I'd sing like a, a kinda yeah, yeah. Keep moist. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, it was it was kinda, you know, bleak time, so spreading a little bit of joy in that. Yeah. And um I did a version of Lionel Richie's Hello where the hello was like announced like you know like a parrot would say it. Mm. <laughs> like when we push someone over. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> oh dear. What's there? Have you got a favourite Lionel Richie song? I like All Night Long. All Night Long's pretty groovy, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's really good. I think Dance on the Ceiling's all right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I think like... he wrote all them though, didn't he, Richie? Yeah, he wrote fucking all the common old stuff, didn't he? Mm. You must have a few, Bob. Easy's good, though, isn't it? I don't Easy's know whether I've just great. heard it too much, like Faith No More doing it and that. Exactly the same. What else did he do? <laughs> you are my destiny. That was on the radio the other day. That, I that, just that I was one. That was 90s, I was that like. Was, that was comeback Lionel, wasn't yeah. it? Do you remember when we went to see Billy Bragg in Cambridge and we popped into the fucking, uh, like, Budget fucking um, like super drug, thing, super drug it? across the road, and there he was a big. He had an aftershave he? called Hello, didn't he? Why and there was not called Truly. Yeah, it should no, because Hello's more famous, isn't it? Hello. <laughs> There's a picture of him looking all soppy with his face falling off his head. He's got a, like because he's, he's got my drunk face twenty four seven. I always said that was that was you when you were pissed. Was like your face was falling off your head like Lionel Richie. It's just got lower and lower his face, isn't it? 
yeah. It's like under his chin now. Yeah, oh yeah. He, he, he's like he's like fucking mask. Like he really is. He's Adam's apples in the middle of his eyebrows. <laughs> nipple. <laughs> right. Uh, what we got? I've, what you got next? I was going to move on to telly. Uh, I've got I've got a music based quiz. Ooh, I'll have a quiz if you want. Yeah. Um, before we move on, so this quiz because uh, I heard um, right said Fred's I'm too sexy the other day on the radio, right. and that was just about in the eighties, was it? I, I reckon it was eighty nine ninety. So I thought about a quiz called I'm too sexy. So right. I'm going to give you five celebrities that were too sexy for their own good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And you have to rate them from just a bit too sexy all the way through to way too sexy. So I want like the least sexy. You know, they're all too sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. all too sexy. Yeah, sexy on it, like yeah, what, that, good. Yeah, time. who was like the least too sexy yeah. to the most too sexy? Right. Just like way too sexy. Okay, yeah. Right. So here's your five. Right. Right. Said Fred, they were too sexy. Obviously, they did yeah, the song "I'm Too song, Sexy." Yeah. Um, Mark Armand. He's quite sexy. Um. Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. not everyone's gay. Um, Prince, mm-hmm. famously had a couple of ribs removed. He was so sexy. Yep. Uh, and Michael Hutchins. So we've got Right Said Fred, Mark Armand. The listeners are already formulating. They're working this sure out in their mind, yeah. yeah. They've got a little pen and pad out, mm-hmm. some post-it notes. Right Said Fred, Mark Armand, uh, Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. Prince. Hutchins. Right, Richard and Fred, I think it's just a bit of hijinks back then, a bit of harmless fun, just um a little bit 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 of a joke. They're too sexy, you know, and uh yeah, just a, a, a comedy little pop hit. Um I'd say they're probably um they're they they're, they're just a little bit too sexy. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. Um so I Hutchins, Armand I mean, do you think like they they were just a little bit too sexy? It led to vaccine hesitancy. And it then, did. It yeah. did. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm basing this in the eighties. Okay, like, but I'm saying like you know, you got to consider the end game where it ended up because yeah, well, the sexiness perhaps led to where where everyone ended up. Well, it led to them coming on my podcast and me spending about an hour trying to stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they, 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 they were too sexy for COVID. Yes. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my vax. Did yeah. they do that? No, they should have done. I see a little video of them performing outside a post office with just like one mental bloke watching the other day, and it was just a bit like, oh, fucking hell, lads. They must have a couple of bob. Yeah, they got it, wouldn't they? You'd think so. Just doing it for the fun of it these days. Yeah. Yeah, go on. So, right, said Fred, the least sexy out of all the two sexies. Yeah. And then who've I got? Hutchins, Armand. Armand, Gay, Hutchins Prince. and Prince. Gay knew he was too sexy for his own good. Mm. Uh, so he would, as we discussed on the last episode, he would go and have a Marvin just to keep himself on a level playing field. Uh, so I'm going to say he was the second. Uh, he, he wasn't. He was too sexy for his own good, but only second place. Yeah, like, and I'm working backwards here. So what? How, what? How did that all end up like that with his dad? Did his dad just keep catching him cracking one out in the family toilet and just no, got fed no, up I with think it? His dad just—I uh, think there was uh, some some financial and drug problems, and uh, there was nothing sexy going on there. 
it will lead to family problems if someone's just constantly wanking. In, I, I know, but I like, don't think he was a, doing it in front of Mr. Gay. But a lot of houses didn't have multiple toilets at the time, did they? He was, he was quite, I think he was quite successful at that point. He definitely would have had a downstairs toilet. Maybe yeah. he just popped in now. Yeah. Like, or he might even have had like one of them portaloos in his garden. Maybe <laughs> if you got that sort of money, maybe he just put one of them in just as like a little wanking booth. Yeah. He'd just go out there for some sexual healing. Um, oh, I'm just thinking that. Armand Prince Hutchins. Armand just like, he liked people who empty their almonds. And like, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, and if, if rumour has it, uh, was it 23 or 24 pints of semen was removed from his stomach? 27 at last Sorry, count. Sorry, 27 at last count. Um, Depends where you are in the country. Right, okay, okay, right. So, yeah, I think he was just having a good time. Um, and he, he liked semen, and he was quite a sexy man. Uh, but there was no funny business going on there. He just liked spaff, uh, and he was sexy. But so, if it leads to you having to get your stomach pumped, no wonder he was out clapping the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's been there. He's he's seen the work that they're doing. Yeah, he's, you know, he's 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 been a he was a silly boy. I think he's learnt a lesson. Right now, I think if you're you're utilising the healthcare professionals, you know, if you're in there, quick pump pump that out. Oh, blimey, there's a lot here. Like, keep pumping. Like, um. I don't think that's too much of a worry. If you then go in and, you know, you're going to cash it on a Friday night and you've got fucking all sorts of people who've got bottles in their heads and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, kids with saucepans stuck on their bonts. All of that, yeah, marbles up their nose and, and all of that sort of stuff. Dennis sat outside tripping his head <laughs> off because he can't... He don't want to go in, but he don't want to go in with his mum. That was a fucking weird <laughs> night. Um, I think if if... Pint-sized pop star Prince walks in, and they're like, um, "Oh, uh, hello, Mister Prince, are you all right?" And he's like, "No, no, uh, I'm very sexy." Yeah. Like, um, oh, okay. Or well, how sexy are you? And he's like, I-, "I can't get my head near it. Remove two ribs." Yeah. Like, well, we're really busy tonight. I don't care. I'm Prince, and I'm sexy. I'm not leaving until you've taken off two ribs. Exactly. And I think. That kind of behaviour is frowned upon at the best of times. And, like, for me, that's too sexy. That's just, just too sexy. Because he can't be bothered, can he, just to... Have a wank. Have a wank. Well, he wants to suck his own cock, so... But he can't be bothered. He's so selfish in that... Yeah, I mean, he was a very single-minded bloke, Prince, wasn't he? You know, in, in everything he did. Yeah. And he's got that vision yeah. in his mind of him on his back, yeah. legs over his head. Yeah. He's got his own cock in his gob, yeah. and he's sucking away until he spunks. And he's not he's not going to stop until that happens. Yeah. And Sheena Easton's sitting there. Susanna Hoff's sitting there. All of these tidy bits of 80s crumpet are all sitting there. Boring. They've all, they've all he, sucked it. They've all sucked yeah, it. Yeah, I know, he, but they're all gagging like, yeah, to fucking get more of Prince, and he's doing front rolls around his fucking dining room trying to suck the end. He's a control freak. They didn't do it right quite to his specifications. He knows how he wants it, so he's going to sit in that casualty, and he's not moving until someone's removed them ribs. Yeah, that's that's too sexy. It's too that's sexy. too sexy. Yeah, and then in, in, in last place, 
clearly was a little bit too sexy well, for his probably own Probably first place. Uh, oh, yeah, if we're going to do it in that order, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Michael Hutchins was very, very, very sexy. If you look like Michael Hutchins, like, you're going to be a very, very sexual man. And he was clearly a very sexual man. Uh, and and I know... Wait, do you think you've ever been too sexy for your own good? No. Nah. I yeah. think I'll just get it right. <laughs> just the right... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. the right amount of sexiness, don't you think? When you yeah. think about... Think back to me over the years. Yeah. I don't think sexy when I think of you. No, it's just the right amount of sexy. No. No? No? Not sexy enough? Would you like me to be sexier? No. (laughs) I don't see you like I'd... uh, If I looked at you, I wouldn't look at you in the same way that I would look at Michael Hutchins. I think Michael Hutchins had had a kind of sex appeal, a kind of like rock star sex appeal, uh, charisma, and like just that's something about him. Why don't you say what you really think? <laughs> you haven't caught Michael me. Hutchins you haven't caught like... me strung up inside a wardrobe. Michael Hutchins also, in answer to that, wouldn't have just wandered around the dance floor at club out of a pint in his hand. He would have been owning that dance floor. We've got two up. We've got two fucking moments on that dance floor. Once you just wandering around in the middle of a fucking dance floor to paranoid, and the other time was me when I fell over and just laid on me back for the old of fucking deep spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't consider either of them too sexy, really. No, no, we weren't sexy men at all. Uh, yeah, Michael Hutchins, absolutely, way too sexy. He's too sexy, good. wasn't he? Killed him. Yeah. TV? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, did Channel 4 start this month? Yeah. Let me... Can I go and have a wee? I mean, that's quite unprofessional. You go and have a quick wee, I'm just going to slag you off. For well, that's all right, because I edit this, so I'll just edit it all out. All right. Remembering when we were young in the 80s. Normally you go for a wee in the middle of the podcast. You put some frazzles in there, you cheeky cunt. Mm. I can love frazzles. Good, ain't they? Right, ready? Hold on. What are we doing now? TV. Hmm. Right, TV. you got a mouthful of frazzles, haven't you? Bitten off more than I can chew. Are they the best bacon-based snack? I think, like, own brand frazzles yeah. are my favourite crisp. Really? Mm. You burp a frazzle for days to come, don't you? Yeah, yeah, value for money. Gift that keeps giving. <laughs> yeah, <there you> <laughs> right. Television. It was the year, it was the month that Channel 4 uh, popped up. Yeah, it's weird that, isn't it? Thinking up until that point, there was only three channels on the TV. Mm. Well. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, listeners to this podcast will be fully aware that for the last two years, I've been moaning about the shit that's been on the telly. Mm. So Channel 4 comes along. So I'm going to pull up the old guide. Do you remember? I, 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 I really fucking remember this. Like when when Channel Four was going to start, they published the schedule before it started, and I remember seeing Countdown as the first program and thinking that was just like the countdown to the to Channel Four being launched. You know, like yeah. basically, you know, like someone on there just fucking counting down numbers, and then it turned out it was a show called Countdown with what became the love of my life, Carol Vaudman on. Got got me thinking about Carol Vaudman. Like, she weren't really worth a squirt in the eighties, was she? No. And then, like, nineties and noughties, coming around, didn't she? And it was well worth a squirt. Yeah. And then, like, sort of early two thousand and tens, like, probably worth a. You still would. And then, like, late two thousand and tens. And 2020s, just just an old age pension with body dysmorphic disorder that the tabloids just tell everyone he's fit. Just bizarre. I don't know how frowned upon it is in this day and age to judge a woman. Um, no, over, very over, clever. Over three documents very. by the term. Excuse me, was it um, worth a squirt? <laughs> very, 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 very clever lady. Fantastic in. Intellect. Rear of like, the year. <laughs> I think she won rear of the year, didn't she? Great anus. <laughs> Smashing anus. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's great, Carol Vaughan, isn't she? But now she's she's an old lady with body dysmorphic disorder. And because the whole fucking tabloids and, uh, and mainstream media just sells you fucking lies, we all have to pretend... I mean, you still would, obviously, just for old time's sake. But <laughs> like, fucking hell... And it just looks like she's in a hall of mirrors. What have you got for television? <laughs> um, that. That was it. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, look, I'm going to go through some bits and bobs, right? So I've got all the Channel 4, all the Channel 4 stuff. Go on, go through your bits and bobs, and if you miss anything... Well, let's go through, um, through uh, ITV first. So, um, <clears throat> at midday... It, it, all morning, it's a thing called Four Schools, right? Which I imagine is just really boring stuff. Blokes with beards just talking about fucking maths and stuff. Yeah, pretending they don't interfere with kids. And At 12 o'clock, uh, the Munch Bunch. What? Uh, the yoghurt? Well, this is what I was going to bring What came first, the show or the yoghurt? I think... Oh... Was a yogurt, wasn't it? It was, yeah, it was. And what y- you get frazzles out for in the middle of a podcast? So yogurts were a big thing, weren't they? Oh yeah. Like, do you like a yogurt? Uh, I ain't had a yogurt in years. No, nah, I don't think I've. Had, <laughs> I don't have a great deal of yogurt. Like <laughs> pensioners have yogurts, don't they? They love them. Kids I have mem- yogurts. Yeah, kids and pensioners. Like, I remember, like, I remember James Marshall would pull out a ski yeah. like, in his packed lunch, and I was thinking, that's a warm yogurt. Yeah. My granddad used to fucking, like, I remember 
Because you know, like when when your granddad gets really old and he never leaves his chair anymore, and like you just sort of think like like life's really bleak. But seeing his face light up when me nan bought him a yogurt, <laughs> like that's the happiest. That I would say that was the happiest he was in his last ten years was whenever he got a yogurt bought him in his chair. <laughs> and the, uh, do you know what? Because like. You know, it would take him, I reckon, an hour and a half to walk across the lounge. Oh, I'm glad you said that. That wasn't a yogurt. But <laughs> no, fuck it. He could do a yogurt in like 15 seconds, and you see the speed of that fucking spoon as it gets around the last little bit. <laughs> I remember like Munch Bunch uh, done the yogurts, but then they done the, like I think they done like the little pity filo things, and that was a game changer for me. But I do also remember thinking, like, why are they the size of a thimble? Because I was a greedy kid. Mm. And I was thinking, like, well, I could eat six of them. And like, and then I'll tell you what else there was. It was like them um, French, like, set yogurts. Do you remember them in the 80s? You'd sort of eat them in little slices. Yeah. You? yeah. Yeah. I remember getting really excited by them for about a week. And then just thinking, oh, it just tastes like sour sick. <laughs> Right. Um, but anyway, I'll the- tell you what I did like though. Fucking, you know, like cream caramel, because you can eat them in little slices, can't you? Until yeah. like it like coastal erosion, yeah. until the last bit just fucking falls into the sea. <laughs> I would smash one of them. Ah, <laughs> oh, cream caramel, yeah. fucking brilliant. Uh, yeah, but I remember like I had munch bunch books, like Mister Men books. I had like one which was like a little cucumber on roller skates. Like, um, yeah, yeah, the Munch Bunch done books, much like the Mister Men, but uh, <laughs> but were just essentially fruit or, or vegetables, like yeah, and t- tied into a product. Yeah, uh, the Munch Bunch was then followed by Let's Pretend. Was that Beryl Reed? And uh, I remember it just being like, Let's Pretend, Let's Pretend. Was that that? Yeah, but then it was just like a load of fucking like people. No, that was Mooncat actually. Uh, like, like, let's pretend it was just like a fucking load of people just making shit out of paper plates in like caterpillars and stuff. Fucking oh, was rubbish. Well, uh, a... like a poor man's take heart. Yeah, exactly that. Now, someone said to me, we were speculating on Tony Hart the other day about what, what his sex life was like, and I thought he was smashing all the old biddies. And uh, someone messaged to say he was, he was confirmed bachelor. The Cliff Richard sense. Nothing about being a confirmed bachelor, is there? No. He said, son, you be a bachelor, boy. Nothing wrong with that. Some people just don't like to have it off. No, you're right. The Sullivans was on at 12.30. How did the Sullivans music go? I think I thought of something completely different. It was piano, wasn't it? dee 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 I know it's something different. What the fuck is it? What was that you just sung? It's Little House on the Prairie. What is that? I don't know. What's that? Was that Little House on the Prairie? No. Some old time, isn't it? Mm. Right. I'll tell you what, let's see what the Sullivans was. What's the Sullivans like? Is it Australian? 
bloody selective. I, I remember it, but I would never have been able to sing that. You, you wouldn't have been able to sing that, would nah, you? Nah, nah. What is that? I don't know. Listeners, if you're any of the wiser than we are... Is it Leal- What's Little House on the Prairie? What's the theme tune to that? Yeah, Look it up. Right. Just to rule it out okay. of our inquiries. Oh, it's going to be it. I know it. Is it going to be it? Nothing like it. Oh, why can't I think what that is? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think this podcast is it a new line. Right. Anyway, where was I? I was looking through the ITV listings, wasn't I? Uh, Then come take the high road. Uh, anyway, the evening goes on. Razzmatazz, Emmerdale Farm. That's still on, isn't it? Yeah. But it's going to be like Marks and Spencers. It'll just die out when all the old fucking biddies die out. Um. Then Crossroads. Remember Crossroads? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Um. I remember liking Crossroads. Yeah. They had Benny in it. Yeah. It was yeah. a precursor to Ricky Gervais's Derek. I think, like, if we was in Crossroads, you you, you was like... If I'd I look, be Adam Chance. No, if we was growing up, like, if I look at us back then, you was definitely the Benny to my Adam Chance. You was fucking Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I was the sophisticated bloke in a suit like my safari jacket that I had in the car when I got my arse burnt. <laughs> And you was Benny just walking around in your little Benny hat. Fuck off. Doing odd jobs for me. <laughs> you was Out a, of pity. You, I weren't. I was quite fucking debonair moving around in me fucking terrors. You were swanning around in your fucking, all confused, in your fucking little cut-off fucking denim jacket and your Judas Priest cap. I was happy. <laughs> Is it, is it American? It's not Australian, is it? It's American, that. You're going to get it. I'll know it. Oh, it's really my head in. Oh. Uh, right. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is really poor. Uh, <laughs> is this the worst episode ever? It's got to be. <laughs> right, Channel 4 starts. Roy and Cunt spend three quarters of an hour trying to... <laughs> identify an early 80s theme tune that turns out is from the mid-1970s. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Channel 4 starts. Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan? How good was Paul Hogan's show? Do you remember Paul Hogan's bloke. show? Oh, fucking bloke. Yeah, he had a lot of pubes, didn't he? He's probably lost much of it on top now, but I bet he's still got loads down there. Yeah. Who's the best Hogan, Paul or Hulk? Paul. Mm. Mick Dundee. I remember loving the Paul Hogan show. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Do you think it was? I don't know. I just remember it being good. It's never been repeated, has it? <laughs> Do you reckon there's questionable racial 
<laughs> Possibly. <laughs> um, what else is on Channel 4? Let's have a little look. Right. Uh, comic strip. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that delivers. Still. Yeah, it certainly, it certainly does, doesn't it? What's your favourite comic strip? <sighs> I don't know. I, I reckon I would have to go either Fistful of Travellers Checks. Huge, come on, yeah. Or, or Mr Jolly Lives Next Door. Yeah. Bad news, I love bad Oh, news. bad news is good, isn't it? Mm-mm. You forget how good bad news is. And more bad news. They're both yeah. fucking great. Like, yeah. Oh. But but to think... Fistful of Travellers Checks is fucking great. And yeah. To think comic strip was going on at the same time as the young ones... It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. What a fucking time for comedy. Uh, then after that, it's quickly followed by a show called In the Pink. What was that? I don't know. I've that sounds a... like one of the games from it. Oh, you got a game? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've got, got a game called One in the Pink or One in the Stink. Right. Uh, it's essentially front bum, back bum. Right. Uh, so I'm going to give Has you... Has that been a game we've played already, Front Bum, Back Bum? I don't think so. No. No. Um, but I'll just put... For those that weren't unaware of what One in the Pink or One in the Stink was, I thought I'd make it a lot clearer. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm going to throw at you some people from uh, the 80s, and I want to tell you that, that when they're in the bedroom uh-huh. and there's two holes, only one goal, yeah. where are they going? In the Pink or, or in, in the, the stink. stink? All right? Jimmy now. Pink. <laughs> Miss Diane's there, right, on the bed. Benny's there, right. He's pulled his dungarees down. He's took his, he's took his little bobble hat off. Put it on the end of his cock. <laughs> Where's he sticking it? Pink. All day long. Um, Lenny Emery. Lenny Emery, I think, would be... Buff it. Do you think? He, do you think he makes love? Lenny Emery. I think if he was playing the character of Theophilus P. Wildebeest, he would be making love. Yeah. In the pink, I think. I was. I was going. I think he would buff it around the arse. I would tease it round there. He'd tease it round there, just like make out like he was going to pop yep. it in, and then in the pink. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, pint-sized world champion boxer Barry McGuigan. Yeah, but I think he'd. I think he'd pop it in the pink. I, I think he'd. I think McGuigan be, would be one of these ones like Jim Diamond. He's not that well in doubt. I mean, I, I, like, is he still? Is he still going, he McGuigan? Is, yeah. yeah. Barry, if you listen, I'm sorry, and don't yeah. hold this against me. I'm just. It's pure speculation, like all the other stuff on the podcast. But I'd imagine you've got quite a small car, <laughs> so you just hammer it straight into the pink and just start getting pounding away. He's got twelve rounds in him. <laughs> he has. Yeah. Yeah. In the pink. Okay. Right, last one. Pat Sharp. Stink. (laughs) (laughs) More from one in the pink or one in the stink next time. It's basically ponce or nonce, isn't it? (laughs) Some of that coming soon. Oh, have we? Of course we have. (laughs) (laughs) Right, news. You got anything for TV you want to talk about? Um, no, just all the stuff. All the stuff you you just mentioned. The tube started. Mm. Oh, did it? 
Yeah, because Channel 4 started, so all the fucking iconic Channel 4 shows started. My mate Bennett once referred to his cock as the tube. The and I remember thinking tube's a really good word for a penis that don't get used. Oh, it's sadly underused, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah. What's your favourite word for a dinkle? Um, Corey's one I'll go back to. Corey's good. Because I'd never heard that until yeah. walking in Burton's one day and Quinny said to me, all right, boy, shush, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you about that journey home from Wales I had in a car with uh, my cousin, uh, uh, Justin, a.k.a. Big Papa Jay, uh, and this guy that was filming some stuff we was doing. We was doing all that swimming stuff in the lakes. No. And, and this, this, this smashing lad called Ben come along. Uh, and he was from like a, a nice part of Essex, and he was a little bit well-to-do. And I think by the time he'd spent two days just literally standing like, really fucking horrible accommodation and just filming us lot jumping in and out of lakes he would really had had enough of us and like essentially justin i think he just had enough of justin uh and we was driving home from wales and we got stuck in traffic and so i decided we would play a game that involved us like everybody had to keep going around and not say a different word yeah for a penis right <laughs> and so it's amazing how many you can come up with yeah and so we was going for ages, and I was going, Ben, you're going. He's like, I'm not playing. And I was like, oh, come on. He was like, no. And he really was fucked off. And then, obviously, we was just like, you're dinkle, plonker, and it was just carrying on going around. And then, I reckon after about half hour, we, we really fucking made a meal of it. He was just, like, pretending he was, like, reading and, like, having nothing to do with us, and he'd said nothing for half an hour. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And I'd, I'd run out. We'd all run out. Yeah. It's like, uh... And then he hadn't swore for like two days or anything. He was so well to do and he just went, oh, for fuck's sake, wand! And like... Just, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yay! <laughs> wand! <laughs> oh, anyway. Pork sword's pretty good. Pork sword's great. Pork's such a good word. <laughs> Dad, I think he's got a porker. <laughs> Um, news the space shuttle one of the space shuttles went up oh did it yeah um, if me and you was on a rocket right and we went up into space how do you see that going we've got to be up there for, I think they were up there for three weeks we've just took off <laughs> you've gone inside your space suit and pulled a tape out you've made <laughs> Like, you skip through it, that's about three minutes, then you're bored. And we're up there for another three weeks. Yeah, you're just bored, you're bored, you're lonely. <laughs> so you obviously have an idea of how that's going to pan out. Yeah. I just think, right, look, this is a fucking moment here. And like, and oh, unless you're you're driving, so like, <laughs> you send me an invoice for four grand for petrol. <laughs> By the time we get into space, we're only there for three minutes. We've only got three weeks. We've got to turn around and come back. Um, I reckon, like, once we get up there, 
Like, I reckon I'm just, like, fucking hammering it up there, like, all excited as to what we're going to find up there. Oh, if, if you're driving, it <laughs> takes us about 40... It takes us about 40 fucking weeks to get there. <laughs> we can't even break through the atmosphere. You're going so slow. And, like, oh, we're doing the jump to light speed and everything. I, I, I've got a black, like, waistcoat. I'm not hand solo. How are you? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, a bit... Again, I'm, I'm a maverick. And, like, and I think, like, you're, like... Oh, no, Roy, like a fucking really nervous C-3PO, just going, no, oh, don't, Roy, I'm like, I'm a bit worried, like, you know, uh, I, want, I want to be owned by half one for the soaps, is there any chippies up there? And I'm like, nah, like, and I shut up, like, and I'm just like fucking tearing through space. Like, driving so quickly. Like, <laughs> Anyone who's ever known you don't even recognise you. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, no, in fairness, I reckon... I'd last about an hour and I'd be like, can we go home? Yeah. Boring. You're bored. You're lonely. Been, space is boring. You're bored. You're lonely. You're scared. <laughs> I'm just like taking it all in. Like no, a, sense you of, a sense of wonder. No, you Because wouldn't. it's something completely different. And you know I like new things and change. And... <laughs> 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 oh, we, we would never go to space. That would be horrible, wouldn't it? No, not with you. I want to go with someone else. Fucking gel. Who would you go with? Gel. No, he wouldn't. No, he'd get on my. Like, I reckon 30, yeah, sec- on 30 seconds you'd be turning around and dropping him off. How did that cunt get fucking a ukulele through customs? Like, I would not <laughs> want to fucking. Bang, 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 bang. Castle would be a fucking nightmare. He'd be like, he'd be literally, he wouldn't even get out of fucking orbit. He'd spot a fucking skip or something over fucking North Essex. He'd be like, let's lower it down this, have a little look in here. Oh, a bit of timber in here, we'll have that. Oh, at least he'd want he'd, he'd, he'd to slow the spaceship down if you'd thrown someone out for nicking your Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, like, if you was in space and you had to have a wank, does your spaff just like fly around the the plane, like or the rocket, until like you get back into orbit, and then it just like sticks to whatever it drops on? Yeah, so it just it... just floats around. Really? Well, it depends whether you just spunk into the air, like because <laughs> well, you'd want to, wouldn't you? How good would that be if you said and it like and then you just see it like wow, like. Globules of yeah, but if you're all like, doing, but if you're all doing that, it's it's not well, going to probably help. better because you wouldn't be worried about like someone else like bumping into yours because if you get a face full of it, it, it might be yours, but like you just you just got to think that's probably mine. I think space etiquette is to just have have a posh wank into a Johnny. Is that what they do? Yeah, and then, then, then tie the it, then tie it, and then just float that around. Because stuff don't stick to the ceiling, does it? It just floats. Nah, it's not like Lionel Richie's video. It just floats around. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Thriller, the album was released. Oh, was it? Yeah. What's your favourite track from Thriller? Girl Is Mine? Was that on Thriller? Mm. It's blotted his copybook, isn't it? Yeah. Um... Probably, uh, I don't know, Billy Jean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your favourite? 
I really like want to be starting something. See, I'm not a massive fan. Of, I think that sounds like the kind of like like a sort of link single between Off the Wall and Thriller. It's, yeah. it's discoy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and yeah. I really like Pretty Young Thing as well. Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy Jean's but beat it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. I, I just think Billy Jean, she's got everything. He's got that fucking, that bass line and that mm. drum, like the simple fucking drum beat. Mm. And I mean, it's all tainted, isn't it, by the boys' bum holes now, isn't it? Tell me about, speaking of like Jackson and fucking oddness, tell me about where you went the other day, because it sounds really fucking mental. All oh, right, so me, me, Mike, <laughs> me and Mike... We're going to do, like, we had this in mind for ages, doing a road trip to Little Dean Jowl in Gloucestershire. A jowl? So it's like an old, it's an old jowl, like an old fucking, yeah, uh, like an old prison that's been reappropriated as a crime through time museum, which is just the most fucking bizarre, um, bizarre eclectic collection of fucked up stuff. Like, I mean, it's got everything from, like, Nazis and kind of prison camp memorabilia to like Oswald Mosley's black shirts and you know weird fucking tabloid scandal stuff, all yew tree yew tree fucking memorabilia, serial killer memorabilia, like stuffed animals. It's just lots of really fucked up stuff, and um, yeah, and so me and Mike were going to do this. <laughs> Do this road trip there, and because we're going to Little Dean Jail, Mike texted and said, "Oh, is it just me and you going?" And so I texted Little Dean, and then Little Dean came as well. So it was me, Mike, and Little Dean. Little Dean Jail. Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's it's. I mean, I would recommend if you like fucking if you like serial killers and dark, 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 dark fucking stuff. Have, have a trip to Little Danger. I think it shuts at the end of October and then opens back up in the spring, but I've never, ever been anywhere like it. It's so fucking... The photos you showed me bit, really fucking weird. Yeah, it's really fucking... It's got, like, KKK memorabilia and, like, um, Black Panther stuff. There's there's just lots of weird, weird, weird fucking stuff there. Stop eating all the frazzles, you cunt. I can't get to them. My computer's in the way. <laughs> I can't right. keep eating them because I can't do a podcast and eat frazzles. All right. Well, look, we're nearly we, we, we're coming. Obviously, we're going two hours. But all, by the time this is edited, a lot less than that. Cause you went for a big wee. Um, so we're going to finish on sport. Um, I, I literally couldn't find anything, but there was a, a chess competition. I was there. Yeah. Oh, did we mention chess? No. Um, before before we do that. Obviously, we we played a game. What was the game about? The the cocks. Goal hangers and small wangers. Yeah, right. and Ian Botham was mentioned. Beefy, yeah. Yeah, in the last podcast. Yeah, he's not uh, died. Don't worry, Beefy's fine. Yeah. But someone told me that Beefy tweeted a picture of his cock. Have you never seen that picture? No. He took a picture from like literally. I, I think it's like the Beefy angle. Yeah. Where like. It's from like sort of underneath it, and it, it is a really bad look. Oh, can you see his tash in it? Is his face in it? Yeah. Uh, well, you can show me Botham's cock right now. Have you uh, seen Prince William's cock? No. Oh, <laughs> you're in for a treat. Have you actually got a picture of Prince's Willie? Yeah, if you fucking... Oh, I, I ain't got the internet on me fucking... Oh, well, it's come up. How's that fucking... 
fucking hell. <laughs> it looks like he's on a slab, doesn't it? Like it's that's the... he's plunker. That's when you're too sexy for your own good. Very wrinkly bollocks, aren't they? Like, yeah. very wrinkly scrotum. There's a man that was very sexy in the 80s that hasn't quite realised in 2020. What's he tweeted it with? What are you thinking? Slab. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I can't stop looking at Botham's cock. Yeah, he was a very sexy man, Beefy. <laughs> You've just Googled Botham's cock. <laughs> right, I'm just Googling Prince William's cock. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> all my fucking search history is going to be fucking random people's dinkles. How has Prince William's cock made it on the internet? Because he was having a piss at a polo game. It's very blurred, that picture. Look how he holds it when he's having a piss. He sort of puts his fingers down over it like a gate, doesn't he? Like an, in, like an inverted V. That's very similar to... Um, Castle used to have... Um, uh, a, a wank technique called the, the cage. Um, I know. That- oh, I thought you were going to talk about Car- Castle. Always, Castle was a big exponent of when he when he pissed. He said, "Always get your bollocks out because yeah, they work like a tripod for it your was, cock." It, it was his rod rest. Like <laughs> he used to put it. I tried that after he, he he fucking mentioned that. Pull your bollocks through your flies as well, and you kind of you, your dinkle sort of nestles in, like you know, on top of your bollocks. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's a weird way to hold your dinkle. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing for sport at all. I couldn't find anything apart from chess. And and uh, I just want to mention again, um, obviously we did touch on it on the last episode, um, about sports day uh, and, and Leo Antonio coming last in the 100 metres. So I can't just... believe it. Is that a monthly thing now? Do you mention it every month? <laughs> Lee's just thinking, oh, we've got two hours into the podcast and I ain't mentioned it yet. <laughs> um, do you want to finish on a game? Yeah, please, yeah. Uh, I want to play... Uh, uh, right, so I want to play a game called Porn Hub or Porn Snub. Right. So how does this work? Let me explain. Were they into porn? If so, tell me what they were watching. Right. And Jeff Capes. And what's Porn Snub? They weren't. They weren't in the porn at all. No. Jeff Capes. Capes. Mm. I mean, in the 80s, you didn't have the plethora of porn that you've got nowadays. So are you kind of asking me to, like, you know, were porn up available? There was a bloke at all of their local markets that would do some VHS. Mercer. Mercer. God rest his soul. So... Capes is there. He's at the boot sale. Mercer's got his picnic table with all the VHS. <laughs> Brilliant. Jeff Capes, he likes it airy, doesn't he? Oh, 100%. Oh, like the area, like, the area, the better. So yeah. he's Can't in some... like, Jeff, what do you reckon? And like, and they'd be like, all these like, like smooth muffs. And nah. they'd just be like, what? Oh, that modern muck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wants something German, doesn't he? Of course he does. Yeah. German, airy, it might go a bit right wing. <laughs> what's, what's right wing sex? Just some bird with a swastika. But he don't mind because he's, he's well on the way. He ain't looking yeah. at the ink. No. No, that's right. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. All right, Capes is Pornhub. 
Uh, I'd hate to be Jeff Capes' cock. The power. Can you imagine? Imagine <sighs> being underneath him. You've got the world's strongest man. Like, I've seen him bend an iron bar. Imagine, like, being his cock. He's made of flesh and bone. Yeah. It's, it's only human. I bet he's... I, bet, I, I don't imagine he's got a, much of a piece on him. I reckon he's just... He's whittled it away, hasn't he, with that grip? Yeah, absolutely. I reckon he's got about a two-inch, which is, like, basically just solid muscle, and that's it. And it looks like sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. Steve Davis. Porn hub. Porn snub. Porn snub. Mm. He's not. He's got no interest in grot whatsoever because he's just too busy practicing. Yeah. He'd rather pop the pink on a snooker table. Yeah. He'd rather pop yeah a long brown on there <laughs> than watch like a large man of ethnic origin <laughs> <laughs> plowing away at some milf's crack. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> Jane Torville and Christopher Dean. Oh. Torvald and Dean. Now, knowing what I know, knowing what I know about Torvald and Dean, they danced uh, their f- yeah, their famous uh, gold medal winning uh, skating skating dance was to Ravel's Bolero. Yeah. Um, so I'd imagine they'd like to see Spanish matador dressed in a bolero. Bullying. Yeah, bull. <laughs> In the ring. <laughs> Some flamenco burger dress hitched up over her head. Uh, is, is he watching it or is she watching it? Does she know anything about what's going on here? No, they're watching it together. He's got a finger <laughs> up a slot and she's pulled him off. Side by side, he's got a finger up the slot and she's pulling him off. (laughs) 
I'd like to welcome our new listener, your daughter. <laughs> oh dear, that's not the text you ever want from your daughter. I was on holiday. I was listening to your podcast. <clears throat> Stop! Oh. <laughs> Turn it off. Uh, right, last one. So, uh, Jeff Capes, we know likes a hairy bush. Steve Davis is too busy potting the pink on the table. Torval and Dean, side by side, finger in the slot, pulling him off, uh, watching uh, some matador uh, bullying a flamenco dancer in the ring whilst her uh, dress is <laughs> oiled up over her head. <laughs> okay, last one. Sebastian Coe. Pong Hub. Or Pong Snub. Hub. Oh, what's he watching? Self suck. <laughs> Remembering when we were young in the eighties. You're right, there is cunt here. I've just finished editing the podcast, uh, and I meant to say uh, that me and the cunts are going for Christmas number one again with this year's song. Fuck the Tories, fuck, fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories, fuck, fuck the Tories Fuck the Tories, fuck, fuck the Tories Cos we've had enough of them fucking us And I'll tell you more about it in December's episode. Nice one, thanks for listening.